And welcome to the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. Robinson. Together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. Today we're talking about Minute 96. 96. Is that right? 96? That's, that's right, Alex. What, did you go to the College of Weights and Measures to get stupid? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you trying to tell me this is Minute 96 we're talking about? Alex, we don't, we don't talk about the minute numbers at the, at the table. At the table. The recording table. That's right. Uh, well, before I give the summary of Minute 96, why don't you give me a little uh, Italian lesson? E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. 96. 96? Say. Say? It's like say. Like say, say, say? Uh-huh, but it's like say. 96. You got it. All right. 96. It's an easy one. Uh, so we're in the Don's recovery room. He's, he's back home after being... Um, Coming back from the hospital mm-hmm. and then getting all those weights in his uh, in his gurney. Speaking of the Department of Weights and Measures, he's got back sandbags all under his eyes and he on totally his co- sandbagged me. <laughs> uh, so Tom tells the bedridden Don uh, that it was Mikey who killed Saloto. Which the Don is very saddened to hear, and he gestures for them to leave the room, which they all do. Mm, cool. Uh, then uh, outside the room, Sonny tells Tom he wants to escalate the war against uh, the Tatalias, uh-huh. but na- Tom naturally has concerns and urges caution. Uh-huh. I'm urging caution, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, you, you always say that the summary of the episode when we begin, mm-hmm. I too write a summary every time, but it's really for the, the coding of the MP3 that we upload. Mm, okay. So it's interesting, the, the differences in the summaries. My mind's much shorter and conciser because it's just text to accompany the, right, the file. A very brief description. But mine said, maybe we should start comparing them. Mine sure. says, Don Corleone learns that Michael killed Salazzo and McCluskey. Sonny and Tom argue about next steps. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. Yours yeah. is more like the TV guide, uh, yeah. <laughs> like a you know chaps, capsulized yeah. review. Yours is much more uh, tension building. It, it sort of brings people in because <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to set the stage for yeah. us. Uh, you know, so. nice work. Somebody on the well, what did um, you go to? What did you go to TV guide school to write good <laughs> reviews? Somebody on the internet was asking if they can listen to this show if they've never seen the movie. Mm. And I said, my thinking is that you can, mm-hmm. but I urge everyone, your time is much better spent watching the movie than it is listening to us crack wise about it. But if you are committing to the podcast and haven't watched it, you might as well listen to the entire movie and then go back and watch it. That would be a fantastic experience, wouldn't it? Do you finally get to see what all this you've been told, yeah. all these references <laughs> you've been hearing for all these years? <laughs> um. That's so great. let's get to it. Then. Although I, I have to say that the the converse, I think that's the, the sneakers. No, no, the converse of what you said is correct. Um, is is probably it might be possible where you could watch the movie without listening to the podcast. It's theoretically possible. You could do it. I don't know if it would be as good though. It's possible. Yeah. Is that the converse or is it the inverse? Oh, I know. You've, you've been in school more recently than I, I have. And then there's the contrapositive, which is the third one. Or the reverse. 
<laughs> uh, well, let's talk about yeah. minute 96 then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the Don gets, seems does not seem to take it very well that Mikey is the one who killed Salozzo. Yeah. Um, and Tom, Tom seems the Tom has always seemed like he was the most concerned for the Don's emotional like, oh, Don's not going to like this or Don doesn't want Mikey involved. Yeah. So he's always kind of the the little, uh, you know, uh, Jiminy Cricket on Sonny's shoulder telling him like, oh, Don's yeah. not going to like Don always said, don't play ball in the house. <laughs> that, that kind of thing. The, the, and he was the right. Don, yeah, the Don always said, never make a drug deal with a guy from Turkey, <laughs> from Sicily. <laughs> Don always said, never let anyone outside the family know what you're thinking. <laughs> That's my well, it makes sense that Tom is the more cautious one because he can be fired, whereas Sonny is is Santino is Don Corleone's son, so he really he's stuck with him forever. So so Sonny knows that he won't be excommunicated by his father, so he so, can take more chances. So so Tom is worried about it. Yes, yeah. Well, the way you described, it, I think it makes sense. Yeah, because like I guess Tom is probably thinking in the back of that. Oh my gosh, if I don't do a good job, I'm. Yeah. Who knows? I'll be Tatalia's conciliary. What does it? That seems like it would be a good. Uh, no, it's a demotion. Do you think Tatalia's a pimp? Do you think um, that? Do you think that ever happens where people leave one family and then, uh, like, on good terms with their old family and then go uh, work for another family? Or, yeah, like, once you're signed up so. for with a, with a crew, yeah. you're with that crew for life? I think so. You know why? Why? Omerta. <laughs> That's true. Well, it just, just means you can't talk about what happened. Yeah, so maybe that maybe Omerta is a reason they would hire someone. That'd be a great interview, wouldn't it? <laughs> Consigliere Hagen, I'm doing my best to Talia right okay. now. Uh, Mr. Hagen, tell us your experience. <laughs> tell us how you will help us draw water from the well. If I were to appear before a judge in the morning, what would you have me do? <laughs> Mr. Tatalia, it's clear that Bartini is running the business. According to my, my research, you're a pimp. <laughs> but you still would have to show cause. <laughs> would they still cheer for it, even though Tom is using it in an interview? He's not using it in action. It's really theoretical. Oh, who's, yeah. who's cheering? Is it Tatalia and the rest of the interview team? <laughs> well, no, I did. I was just doing it. Oh, just see who. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you couldn't tell. You didn't know that was me. I know you put a lot of sound effects in and stuff, so maybe it maybe has <laughs> three off the. Uh, three off. Oh the no, no, no! Whoa! What do you mean sound effects? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, si- side mean, note for all our listeners: everything you hear is live in the studio. Everything. Yeah, every time you, every time we do the song, you play it live. Everything. One man band style. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Look, look, my hands are up. My hands are not on the computer. Check this out. I talked to Barzini. Whoa. See? <laughs> Alex, a, come on, verify. My hands are true. up in the air. His hands right? are up in the air. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, so when Sonny comes down the stairs mm-hmm. and, and Tom and they're talking, I think it's great how Sonny says... Sonny tells Tom he wants to find out where, quote, that old pimp Tatalia is. Mm-hmm. Is it O-L apostrophe? I think I just typed it that way. Oh, okay. Uh, but that, that old pimp, Tatalia. Yeah. And it's great that Sonny refers to him as a pimp because we don't hear later, we don't hear until later Don Corleone referred to Tatalia as a pimp. So it makes me wonder, remember later? Yeah, yeah, After sure. the whole the yeah. meeting with the families? So I wonder if... 
Don Corleone has been referring to Tatali as a pimp this whole time and while Sonny's been growing up and Sonny's kind of mm. learned that from Don Corleone. Or <laughs> or the converse. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you mean the contrapositive. Contrapositive. Where is that Sonny's Tatalia learned. learned it from Sonny. Oh, t- <laughs> oh, so you think that Don is upstairs and in his in his half sleep drugged out state he heard Santino referred to Tatali as a pimp, and then, you know, six months later, when he's talking to Tom in the car, he's like, Tatali is just a pimp. <laughs> yeah, I think because you know <laughs> the way the way you when like younger younger people will use like slang, and the Don's oh, trying to like fit in, so he's like, <laughs> oh, Tatali is totally dope. <laughs> he's fresh. Don Corleone, that term won't come into existence until pop culture 1983. <laughs> Even- pop culture. <laughs> Is he laughing at that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate you coming to me with these new beats and raps without melody, but my answer is no. <laughs> Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually funny because, um, it also shows that Sonny is not a good Don. Hmm. Tell, tell us more. Because, um, well, I don't know because, well, obviously he's hotheaded, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like later on when, um, when, uh, the Don says, oh, I can't believe Bozzini did that. And, he's, and then Tom says, oh, you mean Tatalia? And then he's like, Tatalia's a pimp. It was Bozzini all along. Mm-hmm. Like, so, but Sonny clearly is is showing that he is he thinks oh, Tatalia is behind it yeah. all. So it's like a way of kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that even, Sonny is, is going for the most surface level yeah. like response. He's falling for the... Falling yeah, for it. yeah. Yeah. And so, Tom is too, apparently. He doesn't know at this point that it's Barzini. Yeah. I guess well, he Tom doesn't, doesn't have a head for big deals. He's not, he's, he's like an advisor. He's not yeah. a, he doesn't have the, he's not the strategist really. Yeah. He's that. really, and maybe that's not his responsibility. Maybe he's just an operations guy. It's hard he, to he say. seems way out of his element with Don Corleone uh, laid up. He seems really conflicted about drift. what to do. And, and yeah. Sonny's trying to call shots, but Tom's just really, well, even, even going back to when they they permitted Michael to commit the assassination, mm-hmm. Tom was uneasy the entire time. Yeah. Well, I guess he's he's really in an uncomfortable position of having to serve two masters right now because mm-hmm. he has to deal with Sonny, but then he also he knows that the Don is still a factor that he yeah. has to keep in mind that basically he's going to be held responsible for everything Sonny does. Mm-hmm. The Don is going to be like, well, why don't you tell him not to do that? It's <laughs> costing us a lot of money. <laughs> Michael, where's Michael? <laughs> <laughs> well, bring me, bring me Michael's Christmas ribbons, Mama, Mama, <laughs> Papa, Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's maybe that's what happens when, or in the outtakes when, when Don Corleone finds out that Santino got killed. Mm-hmm. Don Corleone goes, Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> Wait, why is he saying Jenko? Because he, he wished he had had Jenko. Oh, I see. Like, Got it. It's like because Fredo is like, bah, 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 like, like just <laughs> it's the visceral response. Well, that's what they should in that scene where they were at uh, Jenko's uh, deathbed. Mm-hmm. That's what he should have been like, Jenko, oh, Jenko, <laughs> trying to wake him up, Jenko, 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 Mio. <laughs> 
Uh, what else you got for this minute, Alex? Well, uh, so they talk about pop negotiating. Yeah, I like great. that. I also like that it shows Tom has faith that that, mm-hmm. that the Don can pretty much negotiate yeah. out of the situation. Yeah, and, you oh, know. Yeah. But Sonny's like, he might, you know, might take him too long. Yeah. It might take him months to recover to the point where he can negotiate. Sonny's got to do something now to, yeah. To, although, you know, he doesn't do really have to, as Tom says, things are starting to loosen up. Starting to loosen up. Do you think Sonny's just so hot headed that he can't help but go to war and, and, oh man, and just follow all those, those real basic traditional rules of the Sicilian mob of vengeance? Well, I guess right. when you're uh, when the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail, right? Isn't <laughs> That's that good. The, uh, <laughs> Never heard that before. Really? Never heard that I before? I don't think so. No. Oh, yeah. It's it's a. Uh, I heard if I had a hammer. Wait, what would you do? If I had a hammer, I would. What is it? Go find Tatalia and go <laughs> kill him with the hammer. If I had a hammer, isn't that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I uh, got some things about this minute, Alex. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was funny how Tom, when Sonny's saying, We're, we got to keep fighting and I'm going to go after Tatali, I'm going to kill him. Uh, and they're talking about business. They're starting to shout at each other. And Tom says, They don't have our overhead. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to think about like those overhead costs. Uh, and, and in the book, there's a, Puzo writes a lot about what's been going on even up to now in the war mm-hmm. and how it's affected in operations. And I, yeah. I'll read a little bit from that. Well, it makes sense. I mean, uh, and I think it's kind of interesting. I also wrote down the overhead line mm-hmm. because it also shows that the, uh, the Corleones are like a big operation. And so yeah. they're like the more powerful, the more powerful you are, the more like you also have the more responsibilities you have. Like they must yeah. have like thousands of people on the yeah. payroll, you know, that has to trickle yeah. down through the mm-hmm. capital regimes, down to every storefront and everything. So the political protection. Yeah. They, that's got to cost yeah. a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially since they're still skittish and they, they always keep running for cover. You got to get a lure back out <laughs> with more yeah. money. So, uh, yeah, I think it's interesting thinking about the overhead or is like someone who's just it's kind of like true for a lot of situations where someone who's just starting out with less to lose and less, you know, less tools at their disposal can, has the advantage of being like a leaner. They can take, you know, they might be able to take more chances because they, they don't they're a, a, a you know, a, a more uh, streamlined operation. Maybe, but I also can't help but believe the larger the organization, the more complex it is, the more robust it is. And so it's less susceptible to a, to, to, to damage or to a rupture throughout the entire organization. Like if you're an operation of three people and one person gets killed, yeah, that's pretty significant. Right. Uh, uh, destruction to your operations where you have an organization with 400 guys and a guy or two gets clipped up you just replace them it's like big business uh, right? big business yeah <laughs> uh I, I yeah i agree but I, I think it's true up to a certain point yeah because then at, after a certain point it's like we'll look at like the american revolution mm-hmm. you know the british empire was like oh we're this giant fighting machine but mm-hmm. just like the 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 sustained you know, overhead costs yeah. of having the of the army is what yeah, is what they're just like forget it. This just isn't worth the yeah. isn't worth the uh, the fight anymore. Overextended, so, yeah. So that's why yeah. if you're a leaner operation, you can adapt quicker to different situations. Yeah. So they they both have their pros and cons. Yeah. But uh, by the way, George Washington hated having to fight 
all like gorilla style, all defensive oh, style, he running away. So, all the time. He thought it was cowardly <laughs> and unhonorable. He, he was he the uh, he was the sonny of uh, of the American <laughs> <Yeah>. Revolution. <laughs> yeah. We'll go, we'll go right after him and shoot him in the head. <laughs> With a musket. <laughs> what do you think? You shoot a guy from 10 feet away? No, you got to get right up to him. You got to go right pack up. Your, pack your ball, pack your cotton, put that stick in the thing and shoot him. What do you think? You shoot from, from a mile away, you got to get right up till you see the whites of his eyes. And then boom, get blood all over your uh, tour, all over your tricor hat. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Maybe that's what we need to start doing for bonus content. Uh, trans transplant mashups godfathers the godfather universe mashes up against like the civil mash. war mash <laughs> oh it's a real mashup right oh i like that idea let's yeah. do it let's just pick see a couple random could, ones yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. maybe we'll just put some random ones in a hat maybe we'll put like different godfather characters names in a hat and then a different and then another hat we'll have different wow that's a lot of hats at this. It's just two <laughs> two hats one for you, one yeah. for me. No, that's, we don't, right now, we don't have any hats. I'm just saying it's okay. a huge increase well, in the number of hats we have. Okay, well, you know. Yeah. I guess if you want to just just keep, keep operation up how up. it's going, if you're not ambitious. <laughs> I think we should stay a lean, small operation. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me read a little bit from the book, Alex. Sure. Well, what do we got for me? Puto writes some really interesting things. So at, the, at this point in the movie, things are loosening up business-wise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And to, According to Tom. According to Tom. You never know. He's not a Sicilian conciliary. Can yeah. you really trust him? Yeah. And so Tom is lobby- German Irish. Tom Tom is a lot. Check him out. <laughs> Tom is lobbying to let things go because they're losing a lot of money. Yeah. Sonny still wants to fight. So Puzo in the book writes a lot about this moment in time when they're still con fighting, but there's a little bit of loosening up. I like to read a little bit. Okay. What do you have for us? Puzo writes. This is Hagen. I think what they want is for... He's talking about the other families. Uh I think what they want is for us to agree to come in on the narcotics trade, to use the family influence politically. In other words, Salazzo's deal minus Salazzo. But they won't broach that until they've hurt us with some sort of combat action. Then, after we've been softened up, they figure we'll listen to a proposition on narcotics. Sonny said curtly, no deal on drugs. The Don said no, and it's no until he changes it. This is the interesting part I really wanted to get to. Hagen said briskly, Then we're faced with a tactical problem, Sonny. Our money is out in the open. Bookmaking and policy, we can be hit. But the Tatalia family has prostitution and call girls and the dock unions. How the hell are we going to hit them? The other families are in some gambling, but most of them are in the construction trades, shylocking, controlling the unions, getting the government contracts. They get a lot from strong arm and other stuff that involves innocent people. Their money isn't out in the, on the street. The Tatalia nightclub is too famous to touch it. It would cause too much of a stink. And with the Don still out of action, their political influence matches ours. So we've got a real problem here. Hmm. Interesting, uh, interesting details there. It reminded me of what you were talking about. This larger organization, they're more exposed. Right. Well, and also that, that the things that they specifically focus on yeah. are, are things that are particularly vulnerable. I yeah. Guess. It's interesting. And then Sonny responds. It's my problem, Tom, said Sonny. I'll find the answer. Keep the negotiations alive and follow through on the other stuff. Let's go back into business and see what happens. Then we'll take it from there. Clemenza and Tessio have plenty of soldiers. We can match the whole five families gun for gun if that's the way they want it. We'll just go to the mattresses. Mm, all right. Interesting, right? Yeah. We'll peek so behind they, the curtain so, of the, the 
the day-to-day operations. So we knew that Tatalia was involved in uh, in in uh, everything with him is whores. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that it's him, and then what? Who did it say that? Uh, what did it say? Barzini, or who was the other one? It said. Uh, they didn't. They didn't. He didn't. Because um, the write about a, a particular family. Oh, okay. He just said the other five families. Yeah. But what are the Corleones involved in? What does he cite? Uh, the Tatali family has prostitution uh, and call girls. Huh. Mm-hmm. Is that different? I guess call girls are like whether you they come to your house as opposed to street huh. street girls. I don't know. Oh, you, you don't know, do you? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I don't know them. I don't know that thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and Tatali has the dock unions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other families are in, in some gambling, but most of them are in the construction trade. Oh, construction. Shylocking, controlling the unions, getting the government contracts. I would have thought that the Corleones would be in all that stuff. So, so what do the Corleones have? I guess the political protection. Um, the judges. Uh, yeah. Doesn't huh. say. Well, there's an earlier And section. the olive oil and the molasses. Yeah, they definitely have a lot of bookmaking operations. I know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole section before that about Harlem. So apparently when the Corleones had to go to the mattresses, uh, uh, I don't know if they were partners with them, but there were people up in Harlem, the, basically the black gangs, mm-hmm. who took over their territory. I think with permission. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. I don't know if they had permission but or whether they were just naturally taking over that territory because the Corleones were, they were weak. at the mattresses. Yeah, but... As we'll see in uh, this next minute, they they talk a little bit about the operations up in Harlem. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I also like that um, Tom specifically says your war your war is costing us a lot of money. Yeah, like your war, not yeah. the war or their mm-hmm. war. You know, it's your war. Yeah. He's like specifically laying it at, at uh, Sonny's feet. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Which I guess is true. It, it kind of is ultimately because he's the one who blabbed about. Uh, in front of the Turk about wanting the deal, you know? Oh my so gosh. it really is his war. He's the one who, uh, who started it. Imagine one, one sentence you, or a few words you utter. Next thing you know, you in the history books, you have a war named after you. <laughs> <laughs> Your papa yeah. shot, almost dead. Papa shot. Uh, uh, and so that also probably is also why Sonny is so, is so adamant about being aggressive yeah. in the war because he knows on some level that that he's the one who kind of brought yeah. this all on yeah. so this is his reputation for, for their deal yeah there's one more part in the book that Putza writes about this i this is fascinating to me okay. and it's not revealed in the movie you ready yes uh, let's see Putza writes page 250 the most important was that the corleone family had overmatched itself overmatched itself overmatched itself there were reasons. So, in other words, they had, uh, yeah, that's an odd word. They they were not necessarily going to win this. Oh, me overmatched meaning they're taking out someone who, yes. who, who out like it was more yeah. powerful. Yes. Got it. Okay. There were reasons for this. So, this is kind of Sonny's reflections now. With the Don still too weak to take apart. It's weak. A great deal of the family's political strength was neutralized. <laughs> A great deal of the family's political strength was neutralized. Sonny. <laughs> it was at the end of the sun. <laughs> well, I just say that so you know it's Tom speaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so this is Sonny reflecting. Also, the last 10 years of peace had seriously eroded the fighting qualities of the two capo regimes, Clemenza and Tessio. Oh, that makes sense. Isn't that interesting? Clemenza was still a competent executioner and administrator, 
but he no longer had the energy or the youthful strength to lead troops. Tessio had mellowed with age and was not ruthless enough. Tom Hagen, despite his abilities, was simply not suited to be a conciliary in a time of war. His main fault was that he was not a Sicilian. Mm. This is the great part. Sonny Corleone recognized these weaknesses in the family's wartime posture, but could not take any steps to remedy them. He was not the Don, and only the Don could replace the capo regimes and the conciliari, and the very act of replacement would make the situation more dangerous, might precipitate some treachery. At first, Sonny had thought of fighting a holding action until the Don could become well enough to take charge, but with the, de- with the defection of the policy bankers, the terrorization of the bookmakers, the family position was becoming precarious. He decided to strike back. But he decided to strike right at the heart of the enemy. He planned the execution of the heads of the five families <gasps> in one grand tactical maneuver. Wow. To that purpose, he put into effect an elaborate system of surveillance of these leaders. But after a week, the enemy chiefs promptly dived underground and were seen no more in public. The five families and the Corleone Empire were in a stalemate. Mm, so, so basically what Mikey winds up doing yeah. was originally Sonny's plan. Do you think Mikey got that idea from Sonny? Had they talked at one point? That's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting uh, strategy. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to think that that was the case because up until, up until he becomes the head of the family, it sounds like Mikey didn't really talk about family business no. and stuff. But Definitely not at dinner. Yeah. Maybe or maybe, <laughs> save it. Um, yeah, or maybe there was a, maybe there later on. There's a scene where like Tessio is like, "Hey, you know what? Before he died, Sonny had this great idea for <laughs> you know." To, or did Mikey give him that? Yeah, like yeah, I guess that's what you said that they talk ahead of time. Yeah, and it's Mikey the one who came up with the. Or maybe when Don Corleone and Mikey are in the garden later, he's like, "Uh, oh, yeah, Santino had this crazy idea of killing the heads of the five families. <laughs> he should have been in the funny papers." <laughs> Yeah, maybe Fredo's the one who's like, uh, oh. you know, hey, get all five of them together and just shoot them all at one time, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. I'll pick them up in a limo and get all five of them in there. <laughs> Do you think yeah. Fredo has killed anyone? Mm. Wow. Probably. I feel like he would have had to. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was trusted, even if one, even if it was like, okay, like we'll, we'll bring them along on a killing we're doing. And yeah. He could just, you know. Yeah. He has to have made his bones, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting. interesting. I don't, I I didn't read anything in the book about that. I wonder, (laughs) I wonder what that scene would have looked like. (laughs) It's like when you see those awkward things where uh, somebody goes to a prostitute to lose their virginity. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's like. (laughs) Just go in there and do it, Mikey. Just go in there and do it, Fredo. I I don't know about that, Alex. What do you, what do you (laughs) say? You keep bringing this up. (laughs) Anything else for a minute? Well, uh, and, and just one, one more thing about that. Tantanta se. <laughs> I think it was a good move. Uh, a couple of leaving out that Sonny's idea to kill the heads of the five families because it's so much more shocking and kind of brilliant, I guess, when Mikey does it at the end of GF one because it comes out of nowhere. You yeah. don't you don't know of uh, yeah yeah. But in fact, it was probably Clemenza's idea. <laughs> Clemenza all along. No, you know what? It was Mrs. Clemenza's oh. idea. <laughs> Don't forget the cannoli and to kill all five before you come home. 
and watch the kids when you're back and out. Like, yeah, yeah, get there this yeah. month. <laughs> That's a good comenza. Thank you. I can see certain lines. I'm much better at Tezio. <laughs> Barney, you gotta kill all five, Barney. I talked to Barzini. <laughs> I, I, I talked to Barney. <laughs> Barney? So, uh, should we rate this episode? Let's rate it. All right. So we got. All right. They come down this. Well, first they tell they tell the Don that Mikey. Yeah. Mikey was the one who did the deed. Don't uh, Marlon Brando is in the minute. He is in it. Oh, and he's he's heartbroken too. He's heartbroken. You got the gang together. They leave. Fredo's the last out of the room. They walk down the stairs. Oh, seeing Tom, seen Tom and, and Santino go at it. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Yeah, I got mine. Definitely. <sighs> wait, wait. What, how does this minute actually end? It ends with um, the uh, Tom. They're and, still just talking, right? Yeah, they're in the hallway still okay. talking about what to do. Okay, I got it. The argument continues in the next yeah, minute. Yeah. So. Okay. Ready? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not ready. I'm like yeah. I'm like I'm hinging between two numbers. I know, I know. All right, I'll go with my gut. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, yeah. oh we both tried to fake each other. <laughs> Why did you go three and not four? Um I might yeah, I was torn between three yeah. and four because it is sunny and, and Tom dialogue, but mm-hmm. um the war of yours costing us a lot of money. I feel like their stronger stuff is in the next minute. Yeah. Because that's yeah. a pop had Jenko and, yeah, and, and I thought this minute ended with that and then I would have changed my rating. Yeah. Probably. So uh so this is yeah. yeah. If you combine the two minutes, it's probably a four star minute. Oh, so solid four star. So this one would really probably be like three and a half. Yeah. If you yeah. do anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, Okay. You want to give any teasers for the bonus content, Alex? We haven't really talked about it yet. Well, we said we were going to do the putting the Godfather characters in different in different uh, situations, right? Yeah, but we don't have hats, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just pick a theme and, yeah. and go with it. Okay, yeah, sounds fun. Uh, yeah, so if you want to hear us do that, you can go to godfatherminute.com slash support, mm-hmm. become a uh, throw us a little bit of money. I think at this point it's less than. It's like a dollar a week, basically. Yeah, basically. Um, and you Plus, get additional, additional, at least 10, 15 minutes, sometimes longer each each week. All you have to do is give up once. I don't even want to say the name of the coffee company. One Sanka. brand name <laughs> coffee out in most strip malls. One, just once a month to afford the bonus content. Yeah, it's nothing. That's it. Just once a month. Live without it. And the the last thing I'll say, because I know our listeners get furious when we plug the bonus content. Uh (laughs) If you sign up now, you have 97, actually, it's probably about 90 episodes of bonus content to listen to. That's amazing. That's good stuff. It's great stuff. Yeah, it is. You and I have both said, and this is sincere, that some of our bad... Oh, I thought you... (laughs) You and I have both said... It's, it's some of our best, best podcasting work. work. <laughs> we really don't have a sign-off yet for this. No, we? I thought we came up with Oh, we did. Zaza, Hey, hey, hey. Zaza.